Joyful Manifestation is being broadcast live on iHeart, iTunes, and many, many other stations. Hi, this is Sugandhi Ayer for the Joyful Manifestation Show. Welcome back. How have you been doing manifesting joyfully? being in the right energy with the right people, doing things that you like to do, doing things that you love to do. That's what Joyful Manifestation is about. It's about getting what you want by using the right mix of energy. The right mix of energy is not going to fail you because it's actually a technical thing, really. If you think about it, In everything else that you do, whether it's your computer, whether it's your car, there is a system, there is a program, there is a method. In in manifestation, there is a method. And if you use the method, you are going to have the results that you want to see happen. Joyful Manifestation, the book contains the method. It is a 10-step process, and it will certainly help you get aligned with what you want because think about it, getting aligned, that is getting in line with what you want is what is going to bring it to you. Even as you walk up your driveway, you're in line with your home, and that's how you enter it. So everything has to be in line, and if you're walking on a certain path, what you want needs to be on that path that you're walking. So you have to be in line with what you want. And being out of alignment is not going to help joyful manifestation happen. So getting aligned and getting in line with what you want is really all you need to do. And keeping your focus on it is really going to help because taking your focus off that means the mind goes left, the mind goes right. It thinks of everything else but what it needs to be thinking of. And it can get derailed. Even a train has to be on the railway track for it to reach its destination can just like, okay, let me step off the railway track for a bit (laughs) and then decide, okay, I'm getting off the railway track, I'm going to find my own way, and then it gets off the track, it's not going to reach its destination, of course, and if it can apply to a train, then why can't it apply to a human being who really have the ability to think beyond, beyond imagination even, it's beyond, because so many people are really brilliant geniuses, and if you can have a bunch of people who are geniuses, that means the human mind has a capacity to think of its destination and get in line with that destination. So even when you're trying to get home from work, maybe, well, 
you do have your GPS. You have to put in the address. You know your address. You walk to your home. You don't get out of line and walk somewhere else because then fictitious Jane is not going to reach her home. So being in line is very, very important. And thinking, oh, am I in line with what I want or am I doing something else? Am I barking up the wrong tree, chasing the wrong cat? <laughs> all cat. I couldn't think of anything else really at this, at this point. <laughs> Barking up the wrong tree and chasing the wrong goals, wrong visions, wrong everything. And if that's happening, how am I going to reach what I want? Basically, keeping your mind on your goals is very, very important. And also charting out the path to your goal if there is no path. It's going to be difficult to reach that goal. It might take you left and right and this way and that way, zigging, zagging, zigzag. And not really going towards what you want. A lot of people have trouble controlling their minds. You see, this is not about controlling people. It's about controlling your mind, your own mind. Fictitious Jane, if she has good control on her mind, she can chart her path easily to her destination, but most people are trying to control everybody else. Have you noticed? There are those people who are control freaks and they have to control everyone and their mothers and fathers. Well, having control over yourself and your mind is actually what's going to make everything happen because when you have control over your mind, then you have control over things. There's a difference between con having control over something and being controlling. There is a difference. And it's like when you have control over your finances, correct? Um, then your bank account is going to be doing well. You will see money piling up. Your mind is thinking sharply about its goals and having control over finance is very, very important. Just like having control over hmm, the home that you live in, it has to be clean, it has to be arranged in a certain way for energy to pass through. I'm not talking about being hyper, 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 but you know how they say OCD about it, OCD. But being sure that things in your house, is they're moving in a certain way, bills are being paid, and it's being kept clean, walls are being painted when they need to be painted, the garden, the yard, everything maintained properly. All of this means having control over your life, over things that belong to you. And so when you start to have control over things, and your mind has a proper grip on things and not going left and right and back and forth. So this is very, very important for manifestation, and that is being in line with your goals and your dreams and making sure you're walking the right path. This applies to money. This applies to love. And, of course, we will be getting into the section on money, and then we will be getting into the section on love. Joyful manifestation is basically working with the energies around you. Knowing what energies are flowing around you, 
knowing what energies people bring to you, because they all bring some kind of energy. And if fictitious Jane is dealing with an energy she should not be dealing with, then she is going to get derailed off her tracks and not reaching her destination or taking a very, very long time going in circles, etc., etc., having way more experiences than are needed for her to reach her goals. Experiences are great, of course. I mean, who doesn't like experiences? But they shouldn't be something that just keeps going on and on. And, you know, if Victoria Jane has already learned her lesson or she should have learned it like 10 experiences ago, then what is she doing? Have her, her 12th and 13th and 14th experience on the same subject matter, learning the same lesson and not really getting it or ignoring the lesson that's there. So you can cut down on your experiences that keep hitting just to make you learn lessons by keeping in mind your goal and keeping track of where you are going. Joyful manifestation is about these energies, and if you know these energies, then you can cut short on a lot of lessons. Unneeded lessons, I would say. You know how everyone says, oh, it's your lesson, you need to learn this lesson. Well, a lot of people have learned so many lessons already, don't you think? And they already know what is contained in it, so why bang, why does fictitious Jane have to bang her head on the same wall? again and again, and keep learning the same lesson. Joyful manifestation is not about religion, and it's not religious. So anybody anywhere in this world, and even a couple of Martians, if they find their way to the show, <laughs> maybe they're broadcasting it on Mars, who knows? Well, <laughs> anyone who has access to the show can see that, okay, I can use the methods in this. This has nothing to do with my religion. This has nothing to do with the language that I talk, you know, except that people need to understand English, but it has nothing to do with the country that I belong to. This is completely independent of religion, and it has to do with the self, the inner self, and who you are. Because ultimately, everybody has a core self, and that is the spark of God localized inside and if you go into very, very deep philosophy, you know, there is that part where you are God, of course. But for the sake of the show and for the sake of this moment, this is completely something that you can use. It's more of a technical thing. It's a study. It's a program. It's a method. And you can use this to create joy in your life and to attract whatever you want. We are stepping into money manifestation now, work and career we will take a couple of minutes break, listen to some music, and come back soon. So hold on tight.
this is Sugandhi Ayer for the Joyful Manifestation Show. Welcome back. Gear into money manifestation, work and career. Having the right energy around you is essential to manifesting money. Making sure that you're in touch with joyful manifestation energy itself and not in touch with something that's not of joy. There are many energies where money is concerned. Think of all the people who are in debt. Let's try not to think of them. But there are people who are in debt. There are people who don't have a connection to money energy. They could be making less money. They could be making no money at all. They could be losing jobs, left, right, and center. They start a business. It doesn't work. So many things happen to so many people in the world. And it just shows that they are in touch with energy that does not contain money. Bunny manifestation basically makes you get aligned with the energy of money. So it's the same thing, getting in line with money. So just imagine you have this driveway and you're walking on this driveway. That's your home and you're going to be using your key or ringing the bell and entering your home. But when you're at the start of the driveway, you know that this is the driveway that takes me to my home. You can see your home, of course, and you know if you walk up the driveway, you are going to get into your home. So you are in line with your home, aligned with it. Then think of money. What road are you standing on? And at the end of this road, are you able to see money there? dancing around, waiting for you, opening her arms, opening his arms. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy, but male or female. But you need to know that if I walk up this path, there is money waiting for me, and you're 100% sure of that because you can literally see it. It's not something fictitious. It's not something mysterious. You know that you walk up the path, there's money waiting for you. And as you get really good at this, you will be walking up the right path every time. Every time. It's like boom, boom, boom. It's a sure win. You walk up that road, there's money waiting for you. In a previous show, we spoke about a figurative curtain behind which your destiny is being created. And as you project your energy towards your destiny, the right energy will create the right thing behind that figurative curtain. So even though behind the figurative curtain you cannot see your home, correct? For example, in case of money, you can't really see money standing on the road at the end of your driveway, but there is this figurative curtain and you know that you've been projecting the right energy, walking up the right road, or down the right road, and there is money behind this figurative curtain. And when you reach the end of this road, the curtain opens up, 
and there is money over there. So not to bark up the wrong trees. Very, very important. Not to keep walking down the wrong road, not to keep barking up the wrong tree, not to keep chasing the wrong things. It saves a lot of time because, like I said in the first section, a lot of people are out there gathering experiences and literally doing the same thing again and again, the same mistakes. And how many times to learn the same lesson and not reach the destiny or the destination that fictitious Jane is supposed to be reaching. So let's say you take the fictitious Jane who always helps us because she can take all the negativity, <laughs> any, negativity any negativity in the show like goes on top of fictitious Jane. She could be chasing the wrong type of job, staying in the wrong type of job, not educating herself, not doing the things that she needs to do. And so she has these experiences. She goes to this job. She's rejected. She goes to another job. She gets a part-time job paying minimum wage or maybe slightly about that. And she keeps doing this again and again and just goes on for years and years and years. Says, Jane, get off that road already and get on the right road so that you can reach your goals and your dreams and your destination. Chart the path. Charting the path. The path to successful money. Knowing where money is is very important so people are not looking behind the wrong bush, the wrong tree, under the wrong stone. <laughs> and they're busy searching for money. It's not there. It's somewhere else. So why not, why not chart the right path to that money? And why be stuck in something for years and years and years that bring only so much money and not more than that? How can someone become a billionaire, first millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire, and whatever else is after that? So how can someone become a millionaire or a billionaire if someone is walking down path A and all that is contained at the end of path A is so much money? Maybe $2,000 a month, 5000 10000 15000 it doesn't matter really. Every bit of money counts, of course. You know, money needs to be respected. Every bit of money counts. However, if someone wants to be a billionaire, ha that person has to walk down the right path. And he needs to be here at the start of the path and chart out his goals. And then for money manifestation, it's important to visualize what Patricia Jane is going to do with her billion dollars. Does she have a plan? What is she going to do? Other things she wants to buy? Does she think of this fantastic mansion? Ten-bedroom mansion? Does she think of wonderful yards? Just go on and on. Does she think of fantastic, fantastic decorations for her home? Maybe a private plane, a private helicopter, a ship, a yacht a boat, anything. Does she have something in her mind that motivates her, 
that literally has her mouth watering for it. You know how when we think of a pizza or some nice tasty thing, we start to feel the sensations in our mouth and we're like, oh my God, give me that pizza already. I want that. Yummy. So <laughs> I I have a big assortment of dishes that I can eat from because I'm Indian and, you know, Indians have this huge, 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 huge list of items and uh, India is divided into so many places and each place has its own food and then I'm in America, we meet people from so many cultures and they all have their food, there's Italian, yummy, yummy. And then there's Mexican and there is all kinds of things that Greek food, a lot of good food from fajitas and pastas and don't get me started on food now. Oh my God, it's amazing. So, your mouth starts to water when you think of these foods. And at the same way, your mouth can start, literally your senses go, oh, my God, I want that house. I want it, I want it, I want it. It's just the thought of having that house makes you feel so good. Yeah, oh, my God. So you have to get that feeling for what you want. It would be so nice to live in that house. It would be so nice to own a boat. It would be so nice to be in a castle. It would be so nice to travel. I can just imagine myself doing that. I can see myself having this margarita on a beach. I can see myself wearing these awesome clothes. I can see myself doing this. I can see myself doing that. It shouldn't be something like, oh, yeah, this would be okay. I suppose a house would be fine. <sighs> oh, please help me. What am I going to do with that house? So. I'm exaggerating here, but feeling that taste for whatever you want, this juicy, juicy, juicy food, this juicy juice, <laughs> this fantastic house, this yum, yum, yum. So getting that feeling, it puts your emotions out and the universe has to respond to it. It just has to. Because that's what the universe responds to, your emotions. So putting the right emotions about how tasty it is, about how wonderful it is, how wonderful it would be, how great it would be. See, this is where artists are so good because artists have this creativity about them. And even when they're painting, I used to paint oils. I would paint masterpieces. And um, I would love when I mix those colors I can see something coming alive in front of me and I would, my whole sensory, whatever you call it, love the mix of the right colors and how they would just turn out in the way that I wanted them because I was able to get every detail of a face, of you know, the eyes, the nose, the lips. I would get everything just right and I would feel even when I picked up a masterpiece that I wanted to paint, I would feel love. I would feel wonderful just thinking about, oh, this would be so nice to paint. And what boat can I buy? What size boat? What brushes? What paints can I use? I would just start to feel good even before I started to paint. And then I would put myself into that canvas, literally my feelings and love and 
goes into the detail, and then everything turns out so nice, exquisite, actually, and you have a completed picture out there. And having this feeling for whatever it is that you want in the world, because the world is a big marketplace. Look at it. It's a huge marketplace. And it doesn't have to be to enter a shopping center to see that, okay, these are the items that are available, but you can just look around you and there are huge, huge houses and uh, islands, things that you can visualize the whole world is a big marketplace. And you can think about anything that you want, pick up any detail from any part of the world, do some searching, look through magazines, the internet is there, and sort of feel that want and the desire for whatever it is that you would like to buy and feel that go through you and your mouth is literally watering for that. It's not just about food, but it's about whatever you want. You just want it so badly, but not in a needy way, but in a nice way because there is a want that is need and there is the want that is enjoying. And it's like dance and music and all these things that just goes into expressing who we are and what we like about life, the various colors and delicate nuances, so so rich, so fine. And if you put this into your money manifestation and you start to think of whatever it is that you want, what is it that you want? And then put yourself into it. Imagine it. Desire it. Feel it. Taste it. And that is going to make such a difference. It's the difference between being a robo, a robot, however they pronounce it. Coming from India, my pronunciations are different, as you can see, but the Indians would say my accent has changed, and then the Americans would never accept my accent, of course. So basically, I have different ways of pronouncing different things and uh, that I've learned from different places. And you don't want to be, autom- aut- what is that, automated, robot, robo. You want to be a completely sensual, sensory being who is imagining whatever he or she wants into existence just by tasting it within and wanting it. And so that's why you see all these art, artistic people that be like, ooh la la, <laughs> what is it that they say? I don't know. Um, oh, look at that, look at that, it's so awesome. And they have these ways of expressing it about food and smacking their fingers and lips and wine tasting and all of these things. They are very, very highly sensitive people who who can really, really taste what goes into something. And then when they bring it to money manifestation, you can taste that house, literally. You taste it. You want it. You can think of what you can do in each room. Maybe you can have a gym in your new house. Maybe you can have a place like a sun deck and you could sun yourself. <laughs> you could have a place where you can paint and a studio and where you can dance, a dance studio. I know someone and she has a dance studio in her home, mirrors, everything. She has it set up just the way she wants it. And you can create whatever you want by thinking of things in the right way. And when you do that, you're in alignment with what you want. So it's like literally it's waiting for you and you're walking towards it and you know that all the thoughts that you've put out, all the sensations and the desires that go from you, 
have literally created whatever you want in front of you. We could do a couple of money manifestation affirmations here where we go into desire and where we feel, where we feel things into existence. So we're going into the feelings part of it. This is not just words. This is also feelings. So as I say some affirmations, as I state them, you can start to let your senses go into it and feel what that statement contains. So you can feel it and you can let yourself literally rest in it and don't be scared of releasing yourself to this because this show is only about positive vibrations, positive things. It's a safe show for you. You can relax in this and you allow whatever it is that I'm saying to come to you and just see, you know, if you have any blocks or some things, let it fade away because honestly, none of the statements that I'm going to be making are harmful in any way and you can allow your nervous system to relax and just take it all in and feel what I'm saying into existence for yourself. And even if you don't want what I exactly say, you could allow it in because it all contains richness, it contains abundance, it contains joy. It contains wonderful, wonderful things. So we are making a few statements right now, a few affirmations. You can relax. Close your eyes if you wish. Relax your body. You know, relax your head, your neck, your shoulders, your hands. Relax your palms, your legs, your feet. Feel yourself relaxed. You can close your eyes or not. It's Depends on what you like to do. So I'm starting now. I love, I love fantastic food. I love fantastic food. I love fantastic clothes. I love fantastic clothes. I love how I look when I wear them. I love how I look when I wear them. I love standing in front of the mirror and looking at myself. I love standing in front of the mirror and looking at myself. I like how my hair looks so fine and so silky. It's gorgeous. I love the way that it bounces around my face, around my head. I love my skin. I love my body. I love everything about me. I look so pretty, just so pretty. I'm amazing. I am amazing. I love the house that I live in. It's so wonderfully constructed and designed. I love the furniture, I love the colors, I love the texture of fabric, I love everything about my home. I also like this house that I saw in a magazine the other day. It's so beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. I would love to live in it. Oh God, I would love to live in it. Please make it happen. 
this would be so nice. I could just see myself living in it. So much space, so roomy, so much sunlight. It's so bright. I could decorate it in any way that I wanted. The colors that I love, the colors, exquisite, gorgeous, gorgeous royal colors, amazing blend of colors. I know that the house is so big and I would be able to walk around it easily. I would love for my family to stay there. I can just see them be so happy in it. They would have all of the space and everybody would be happy. We would have a theater room, a fantastic kitchen, fantastic island, a kitchen outside maybe where we can gather for a barbecue just before we go for a spin in a fantastic swimming pool. I can just see myself in the swimming pool and clothes I would wear, okay, swimsuits I would wear for the swimming pool. All our guests would be so happy. We could invite so many people. They would all love to have access to a swimming pool in summer. They would love it. I would be so popular with them. <laughs> I would certainly be so popular. And I could cook fantastic foods over here or have them catered. I can just imagine everybody's so happy and laughing and enjoy and maybe shouting in a good way, having a party, fantastic music. And there is enough land around us so the neighbors don't get disturbed. Or oh, maybe we could invite them. Maybe we could invite them. I'm thinking of these fantastic trips that I can take to Hawaii, to Paris, Greece, Spain, Italy, fantastic, fantastic places. I can just imagine myself going there with my family, with the people that I love, and I can see myself travel. I can see myself live in all these awesome hotels that I book in advance. I can see myself doing so many fun activities on their beaches, their food, their cuisine, so wonderful, lip-smacking, wonderful. <sighs> I can see myself do all of this, and I can see myself make tons of money, tons, tons, tons of money, falling on top of me, letting me do whatever it is that I want, buying a horse, buying a couple of horses. So, so sweet. I love horses. I love the way they look, and they are so nice to pet. I'm sure I can be good friends with these horses, with my horses, and I would name them so nicely. I deserve all of this. I, I think I would love to have this kind of life where I could afford anything, and I can buy all these wonderful things and homes in different countries and travel, and my family and friends can enjoy everything that I have because it makes me happy to see them happy also. I would love to make a lot of money. I would love all the things that I could buy with it. I love, I love. Take a deep breath. If you could feel even a little bit, 10%, 5%, 10% of any kind of joy or any kind of moving of desire, if you feel the desire in you move, it moves upwards. If you could feel that, then that's fantastic because you are getting aligned with the energies that create and manifest abundance 
we are stepping into soulmate manifestation, love and sex. We will take a couple of minutes break, listen to some music and come back soon to hold on tight. Joyful manifestation, love and sex. Joyful Manifestation Show. Welcome back. We're into Soulmate Manifestation now. Love and sex. Hopefully we should have connected with the sensory part of us when we did some affirmations in Money Manifestation. It is just meant to relax you and to get in touch with that part of you that feels things into existence. Feeling things into existence. You don't know that pleasure is in the mind, not just in the sensory organs. Pleasure starts in the mind. Though I'm not really sure that it starts in the mind, but pleasure is in the mind. And when you think of things, that are beautiful, you really feel 
pleasure. And this pleasure that we spoke about just now is also the pleasure that you would have felt if you did have any desire for any one of the things that we affirmed in money manifestation. So desire is very important. Do you know about this little story? It's in my book, Joyful Manifestation. You can get my book on Amazon.com or some other online retailers. And in this story, it's an Indian story, it's mythology. They say that God made saints and monks first. It's a story, it's mythology. So God made saints and monks first. And as soon as he made them, they went into deep states of trance (laughs) meditation. So they were meditating and not being interested in procreation and life. And God was thinking, oh, my God, what did I do? I created these (laughs) monks (laughs) and they're not interested in procreating. And how are we going to have more people? How, How is the world going to run? So then he created so-called normal people, (laughs) normal people who have desires. And this is very much in our text and the mythology. And he created people with desire. So you know how they say, oh, desire is bad, it's sin. No, desire is not bad, it's not sin. In our ancient, 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 ancient text, this is thousands of years ago, it's already being seen that desire is good for procreation and God wants procreation. He wants the world to run. So when he made these monks and saints and all they did was pray or be in meditation and they didn't want anything, they didn't need anything, they were beyond want, it's supposed to be enlightenment, it's supposed to be the state of enlightenment, but they were beyond want, beyond desire. So God literally had to make normal people with normal desires, and so desire is good. It is the driving force of life. It is the enthusiasm that somebody has to create something, to go after it, to take steps to win it, to take steps to succeed and to acquire the desire is not a sin. It is not a sin. It is very much needed for the world to run. Because if everybody went beyond desire, there would be no procreation. There would be nothing much happening. There wouldn't be all these highly ambitious, even borderline greedy uh, business people wanting things and building all these huge, huge, huge corporations across the world. Of course, there is balance in everything, but you know that not everybody has balance all the time. But just not creating is not the right way to go. And if everybody went beyond desire, there would be nothing happening. And so even God knew this when he created man. And there is no sin in desire. It's completely great. It's up to each person to control it. Or to have control over it, literally, like how much can he go forward, how much can he restrain himself, etc., etc. 
And when we talk about God, I'm not trying to be religious here. So whatever somebody thinks of as God. Creation force, the power, the force. So where desire is concerned, your soulmate needs you to desire her. Having the desire for your soulmate creates this feeling to go forward and do something to acquire her, to acquire him. Going beyond that desire is tantamount to losing the enthusiasm that takes one towards their soulmate to acquire that soulmate. Of course, when you go into the details, there is all of this thing about possession, not possessing somebody, no ownership, etc., etc. But those are finer details. That the desire to be with someone and to have a life with that person, to see that person every day, it's the driving force that gets people to work on soulmate manifestation. And you have no idea how many people want to work on soulmate manifestation. Literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people want it because the fight for a soulmate and then not getting the soulmate and feeling dissatisfied with love and then thinking someone, Fictitious Jane, is never going to get love. I literally have people saying, will I ever have love? Will I ever get married? Will I ever have a relationship? Will this ever happen for me? Will someone ever love me? And my answer is yes. Of course, I do check their energy. I do all of that. And I see, you know, who their soulmate is in the sense they already know who it is. And I have to see if the person is a soulmate and then help them get what they want. But to feel that why am I spending all this time thinking of this person to feel bad about it is not a solution because desire is the driving force towards making something happen. And losing the desire, losing that enthusiasm, which is the fuel that is needed for something to happen, it propels someone forward. And you have to think that if you want this person, that person wants you too. It's not that desire is one-sided. It is both-sided. Your soulmate is your mirror. And as you go towards this person, this person also comes towards you. I just worked with someone yesterday. She had such a problem with her soulmate for years, literally years, and she would ignore her. Just ignore her. And she said, after we worked with with each other, she said, oh, I'm going to Mexico. She told me that maybe three days ago. And then a day later, she finds out her soulmate puts on his Facebook profile, is it Facebook or Instagram, one of them, that he's off to Mexico. He started to match her in whatever it is that she was doing. And she started to see that he doesn't really hate me. He's actually matching my actions with his actions, which, of course, creates all the opportunities for people to come together and for things to happen. But to feel the desire for your soulmate and to know that 
you're putting out the right energy that is going to bring your soulmate to you is very, very important because your soulmate starts to match you, starts to do kind of things that you want, that you never thought he would ever do, and feeling detached from a soulmate, disconnected. It's not the way to go. So to feel the desire to be aligned, to be on the right path. And to walk towards your soulmate is extremely, extremely important to know that you are flowing the right energy towards your soulmate. We are at the end of our show. We will be meeting again in a couple of weeks' time, Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Until then, have a great couple of weeks and a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you. Joyful Manifestation Show is now broadcasting live on over a hundred digital stations. These stations include 24 foreign stations in over 13 countries and social media websites which include Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. You can hear us live on iTunes, Spreaker, LA Radio FM, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, AHA Radio, and more. And you can always catch the podcast for the Joyful Manifestation Show on iHeartRadio, among others. Joyful Manifestation Show is heard all over the world. We'll take you where you want to go.